Hello, hello, hello. Hello. You are listening to Keeping It Positive. I'm Travis. And I'm Diana. And this is our 12th episode. 12. Oh, and we have Tyler. We can't forget Tyler. Oh, wow, Tyler. Sorry, like Tyler. That. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> um, we also have Lauren in the building. Lauren isn't on a microphone, but she's our nonprofit team, so she's in the building. Um, Yay. Yes. So we have a full house today. And we're going to continue talking about our topic, which is pain into passion, power, and positivity. This is actually our last episode of the series, which is very exciting. That was our first series we've done. Yeah, that was really cool. I liked it. It was. Um, and you know... Because you get a little bit more in depth yeah. on a certain topic instead of just kind of grazing over. Yeah. And it, um, you know, we really broke it down a little bit and we gave our stories each week. Um, we had some feedback from get some guests um, who wanted to ask questions and we gave their our answers our own opinions on it um and it really helped so yeah, that's and we, pretty cool we love feedback yes we do um and it helps us be better if you have ways we if you think we can do things better if topics yeah. you'd like us to talk about yes and we are live on facebook be a guest, as well anything yeah. you know anything so if you are we are live on facebook for all of our listeners right now mm-hmm. so for all of our listeners who are live on facebook if you want to be a guest you want to share a story with us we are always open and you can email us at keeping it positive three at gmail.com so you know there's plenty of ways to reach us and plenty of ways to get things done or if you're friends with chavis on facebook yes message him if you're yeah. my friend on facebook message me of course yeah you know any any way of those ways to get a hold of us but we love and need guests you know we love to have guests, oh, yeah. so people don't just have to hear us talk every week. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it brings new thoughts and it brings new energy to the room whenever you have a guest. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So this week we, like I said, we've been talking about um, pain into passion, power, and positivity. And Diana is the only one who has not given her story. I have not. Oh, Diana! But before we do that, let's do this. Let's talk about our week. You can go uh, first, I guess. Well, this week. Other than today, yeah. I have spent almost every single day at the Orange County Jail. Okay. Again. No. I've Tyler. never... Did. Tyler's <laughs> like, are you there. sure? <laughs> what you been doing? Um, no, I, uh, I'm a court reporter, so yeah. I, was, I, just, uh, I know you I are. know. But I've ha- actually had people ask me, like, what'd you do? I'm like, yeah. like I'd put it on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, if I was actually in jail, I wouldn't be posting from jail because they course. take your phone. Yeah. Um, but we're also not allowed to take our phones into the jail. Mm-hmm can't take an umbrella wow can't take anything because an umbrella can be a weapon <laughs> you know so anything can i have to wear like long sleeves yeah. i wear socks shoes like you have to be completely covered because yeah you're around inmates that you know probably oh, have gosh. been in there a while yeah <laughs> so um you have to dress super professional and yeah everything covered and um <clears throat> but this week was some heavy heavy stuff yeah some heavy heavy wow. cases yeah so from been doing murder to week? kidnapping to attempted murder oh to I've heard some wild stuff this week. <laughs> and that's all week you've been there? Yeah. Huh. Today was my first day I was at the public defender's office. Okay. And today was a murder case too, but Yeah. Um, oh wow. And there was four attorneys in there. Because oh there were so many co defendants and they each had attorneys and then yeah. the prosecutor. So there was four attorneys and me. So how do you type so fast? And the witness. <laughs> the witness was the detective that oh, wow. cracked the case. So that was actually interesting because I got to hear how he solved it. Yeah. Which is my thing because I love those kind of TV yeah. shows. That's so. pretty cool. That is pretty cool though. It is neat. Yeah. So how do I, you, I, you I type? type? Inordinately fast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to type every single person in there, right? Every single word, every person. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh, so you do you ever those people? Oh, okay. And who yeah. says what? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. 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 So do you ever have to tell them slow down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And do they? No. No. Because <laughs> usually people who talk fast talk fast. Yeah. They you know, like typically they that's just, just how they talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but sometimes, you know, sometimes they'll, they will. Yeah. But very, very, very rarely. I mean, it's really hard to get someone to really, really slow down if that's just the way they talk. Yeah, of course. Huh. And the other thing is interrupting each other. Of course. Yeah. You know, we interrupt each other in the nat- natural conversation. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. You know, you interrupt yeah. each other. But in a deposition setting or in a court setting, you can't do that. Because mm-hmm. a court reporter can only get one person at a time. Yeah. So if you're talking over each other. So what happens there? Either have to, I mean, either you tell them to stop or if you're doing the transcript and you really can't tell who's tell, who's saying what, mm-hmm. you put unintelligible in parentheses. Oh, okay. But they don't like that because of it could have been yeah. something missing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, especially once you've told them 50 times, yeah. please don't talk over each other. Please don't talk over each other. Please, yeah. you know. And they keep doing it. It's like, I'm washing my hands of this. Well, yeah, you might as well. And I'll just tell them, I'm like, if you want a transcript, this is not going to be good. Yeah. Just going to warn you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Tyler, how's your week been? It's been fun. Yeah? Yeah. Getting close to the end of school. Thank God. (laughs) So what do you plan on doing for the summer? Sleep. Well, I see who's not hanging out with nobody. Yep. Wow. I'm going straight to bed. I'm like a bear. I'll hibernate the whole summer. (laughs) Wow. I wish I could. I mean, I like to sleep at all, but. Yeah. And as a busy mom, that sounds glorious. Yeah, of course. um, I probably can't do it every day. My back wouldn't let me do it. No. Uh, my back all. would hurt so bad I wouldn't be able yeah. to get up. Yeah. That's the best part. He then can, you can't get up. No, he can <laughs> sleep all night and all day. He doesn't like waking up when I pick him up, and that's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, my gosh. Hey, but you're young. You don't have any responsibilities. You don't have exactly. to worry about a job. We Do- have light. <laughs> oh, the other light just decided to pop yes. on <laughs> in the studio. Wow. But, yeah. I um, mean, hey. You don't have any responsibilities. You no. don't have to do any of that stuff. He needs to get some, but... Well, he's 13. I do chores, so... <laughs> he says he does chores, but all the dishes are on the counter still. Everything's still there, and his mom's like, Tyler, I so told I you to do, do this. this. Yeah, and she, he didn't do it. He, That's an excuse. Mm-hmm. And homework. And, oh, we're Boy, not, don't even we're ta- not going do not there. even talk to me about homework. Yeah, we're Woo! going there. My homework well, load somebody is ridiculous. His feelings hurt when I oh, can't God. hang out with him. So how's how is how is um, your week, Travis? Okay, we'll get there in a second. Um, how's your essays and stuff going with English? Good. Yeah. Now I'm working on a research. Oh my thesis. So every time you go to class, oh, I, I give you a new that. one. Yes, I have a, a essay a paper due every single week. We're talking six six to nine hundred words, twelve hundred words. This next one's like three thousand words. So when's it over the class? In like three weeks. Oh well, that's three not or bad. four weeks. So that's so why it's, it's all fast. crammed. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a lot of work. Well, of course. So tired. Yeah. I was almost falling asleep in my deposition today. <laughs> if you can possibly imagine what I'm having to type, type yeah. but I'm so tired that my eyes keep closing. Wow. Because you were so just I, typing a whole essay up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, and then we had to do research. We started research last night. Okay. Um, and we had to, you know, find articles and peer reviews of these American literature. We have to read every one of them to form an opinion. Then we have to use some of those in our paper that we're writing. So the article sources. So you study it in class and you research in class and then you have to go home and write the essay. Yeah. So you don't have to know studying other than like looking through the information you already have. I have to read all, I have like 15 or 20 articles. I have to read which ones have something relevant to what you can use that I can use in my paper. Okay. So I still have to read through them all. Yeah, of course. 
and it's their critical analysis of the story to see if you know that author thought something different reading the same story that I read. Yeah. Okay. To get another sense. point of view or whatever. Yeah. And then I have to use those and incorporate those into my paper. Um, but luckily this one, since it's huge and I think it's like the biggest part of our grade, mm-hmm. we're doing it week by week. So this week we had to get our six sources. So we oh, have nice. to pick six out of those 15 or 20. Yeah. And it narrows it down a little bit. Right. And so we have to bring those to class Monday. Um, and then the, then we're going to do the site page. Then we're going to do bibliography. Yeah. So we're having one thing due a week. So by the time we get toward the end of school, our paper's almost kind of done. Okay. That you just sense. have to kind of add Put stuff it into it. So she's kind of breaking it up so that it's not. So that's going to be a huge whole, paper. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. 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 Wow. So not exciting. No. But yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound exciting. Not at all. No. And what is. Um, and it's American literature. So, oh, so it's not no offense. It's not an interesting. Right. Yeah. I was just going to ask that. Um, but we did get to pick the story, the short story that we okay. wanted to do. So what's so it on? Mine's called A Pair of Tickets. Oh. By Amy Tan. Oh, gosh. That sounds but boring already. It's No, it was actually a decent story. Okay. Um, real quick. Yeah. She, um, her mom pa- um, passes away, and um, she, she's Chinese. Mm-hmm. Um, and the author is too. Yeah. But she denies her hair. She denies everything about her. Like even the opening line of the book, she's like, you know, even my Caucasian friends say that they're as Chinese as I am. Okay. She just doesn't identify. Yeah. You know, her mom has always embarrassed her. She said, you know, she wears wild colors and, mm-hmm. you know, she haggles with store owners and, you know, just the things her mom does that are some of the Chinese traditional kind of things. Now, mind you, this was probably written back in the like 50s or something. Okay. So it was a little bit more... Um, more stereotype yeah that makes um sense. but anyway so she finds out that her mother had twin daughters with her first husband that she had to abandon on the side of the road in shanghai mm-hmm. and she didn't really know why yeah. and her mom didn't really talk about it much and all that stuff so she go she's going they get a letter from these twins saying that they finally found her or whatever yeah. and so she decides um to go to shanghai in person to tell them that their mom was dead she didn't feel like she should tell them that in a letter okay and on this journey to do this, she kind of finds herself, learns more about her mom, learns more about her culture, and she realizes that she didn't really know her mom all that well, and that she was actually a really strong woman, and that she, once she got to, to China, she you know, felt more Chinese, and she yeah. started becoming and owning where, where she came from, and it, it's just the, the, pro- the process of her journey. Yeah. It's actually really interesting. Okay. It's just what we have to do with it. Like, yeah. we have to analyze it. Then this last paper, we had to do an argumentative essay. Did she <laughs> really change? You know, okay. so it's how you have to use the story. The story yeah. itself wasn't bad, okay. um, but it's just okay. how you have to use the story. Okay. And I really hope I didn't just bore all our listeners to death. No, because yeah. that was, <laughs> that it was maybe, actually kind of interesting. It's a short story. It's maybe like five or six pages. Okay, it's yeah. not, it's not, they're purposely a short story. Yeah. You just have um, that span. But there's it. a lot of meaning in it. There's a lot of hidden stuff in there that you yeah. got to, that's where your critical thinking comes out to dig that out of the story. That makes sense. So. Okay. All right. So exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Tyler looks like he's sleeping over there yeah. already. He hates anything when it comes to <laughs> all that crap. Um, so now I guess I'll tell about my week. Yes. Um, talk about so your week. So I did another session of treatment on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, it was horrendous. It was really bad. Actually, it was wor- I thought the first one was bad, but and the second one, but this was nothing compared to this was nothing compared to you know the one that I had on Tuesday. They um 
they told me that it was I would be having um, it was something that they were giving me that would be pulling out toxins, metals, um, all the impurities, all everything that was bad inside of me. It would be pulling out of the organs, pulling out of everywhere, um, and it was through IV, of course. So they they were putting stuff in, and it was and taking to be stuff out, and taking stuff out, um, and it was going through one vein. Oh my! And they actually popped the vein. Of course. That hurts so bad. Because I was screaming in pain within five minutes of them it going in. They said, oh, you're going to feel a little tension. You know, you're going to feel. I felt like I was in a car accident and like I pinched a nerve because it was going. It felt like my nerves in my hand were going so bad. It was shooting through my neck. and Oh, it hurts. It was terrible. When they blow your vein, it oh, hurts. Do you have a bruise? Yep. Look, it went away a little bit, but yep. it was bad. And I kind of covered it up a little bit, but it was it was bad. It, the ba- first day, it was really bad. I've had my veins blown before. It's mm-hmm. so painful. You ever, had it, you ever had it pop in your eyes, around your eyes? It kind of discolors your... It makes it like... I don't know. It makes you look like a pale person, and it has like... Um, you see the veins, real small veins around oh, wow, your eyes. No. Yeah, I, th- I had that happen one time whenever they were cleaning up somewhere, like when I had an IV one time, and it popped because they were up here in this area in my eye. And it literally, oh, wow. around my eye, I could see, it looked like my skin was, you know how I have a little tan, mm-hmm. Well, it literally looked like I had, it had no sun around my eyes and it, you could see the veins, the small baby veins. Ew. Yeah. So that, and I knew something was going on whenever it was hurting so bad. Right. Um, and yeah, because IV doesn't hurt. No, you, the little the, the stick going in, everybody feels of the course. stick. It's, it's just the what it is. Yeah. But an IV should not be painful. No, yeah. And it was very painful. So I ended up having them slow down and then I was there longer. I threw up. They had to stop. Um, and she told me, this is nothing. You're going to feel it tomorrow. So that's why they actually changed treatment today um, to tomorrow because I, I couldn't do it. Today, I feel I still feel it from yesterday sure. throughout my whole body. Um, and You're going to. And nausea and all that that comes with it. So that was my week. I've been home from Tuesday. I've been home resting and trying to... That's what you need to be doing. Even though it's so hard. It is so hard to rest for me. I, I have my moments. I just can't. I hate sitting in the house. I get so crazy. Not crazy crazy, but like I get crazy. You go stir crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. And it just is not a fun feeling. At no, all. it's not. No, yeah. Um, so that is how my week went. It has been a very long week. Yeah, yeah. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on to story time with Diana. <laughs> It's my week. It's your week. Well, I decided, I mean, we've had different. Yeah. He, uh, Travis talked about turning his, you know, pain from the bullying into mm-hmm. passion and power. Teresa talked about her brother's um, drug addiction and mm-hmm. overdose death and how she started a nonprofit after that. Yep. Um, and kind of dove in head first. Um, and mine is going to be on divorce. Okay. Relationship. Yeah, you know, of course. Everybody's been there. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I, my, my story, I'll try not to make it too long because <laughs> it's, it's kind of a long story, <laughs> but um, I had started dating my ex-husband when I was 15. Okay. Uh, we got married at 19. Mm-hmm. I had my first baby at 21. I had my second baby at 23. And, you know, we were together a total of 23 years. Okay. When we got divorced. Yeah. And it was probably, I'd have to say, the most painful thing in my life, the most painful experience, the most painful thing I'd ever been through emotionally, 
ever because he was all I knew. Yeah. I never dated. I never, I mean, I was with him since I was 15. Yeah. So I didn't know anything else. Okay. Um, so, oops, hit the mic, sorry. <laughs> um, so I, and we had two kids. Okay. One was in middle school. One was, I believe, at the beginning of high school, like freshman mm-hmm. year. And that's a tough age anyway. Yeah, of course. And so my ex-husband and I decided that um, we would try to keep their life as normal as possible. Yeah. Um, So even when they were with him on his days or weeks or whatever, he would drive them back to our neighborhood so they could catch the same bus every day. He did that before work. He'd bring them to the bus stop. So they'd have the same bus stops. So they yeah. could ride with the same friends. Um, and when he built another house, he built it three miles from me. Okay. Same thing. When my daughter was in school, he'd drive her to my house, to yeah. my neighborhood every every morning for school when he had her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just trying so hard to keep their life as normal as possible. Yeah. Um, you know, we agreed that we were we loved our kids more than we were mad at each other. Mm-hmm. And so we agreed not to badmouth each other, not to tear each other down. Yeah. You know, because kids if are torn when that happens. Oh, yeah, of course. Because they still love both parents and they don't know what to believe or who mm-hmm. to believe or what to think. And it's extremely damaging. And a lot of people just don't understand how damaging it is. Yeah. Even if the kids don't show it. Oh, right. And they think it always it's their fault. It doesn't yeah. matter how many times you tell them to you're blue in the face. They always think it's their fault. Yeah. Even and, and I can I can honestly tell anyone listening it's not it's no. never the kids' fault yeah it, it ever but they they internalize it and they make it their problem mm-hmm. well anyway so it wasn't an ugly yeah. divorce or anything um, we're still friends to this day but for me it was emotionally devastating of course yeah you know I went from being mom twenty four seven you know always having my kids with me and then all of a sudden every other weekend yeah or ever they're at their dad's. I literally did not know what to do. <laughs> yeah. I sat on my couch staring at the wall. Yeah. And cry. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know how, what, you know, who to be or where to go or what to do. And so that's when my friends started kicking and saying, hey, come out with us. Come to dinner yeah. with us. Come, you know, they, they didn't want me to be alone because it was just really, really hard. Number one, I don't care to be alone that much by myself. And I went, yeah. we talked about that last week. But um, I... Was I was going stir crazy? Yeah, you know my life evolved around my kids, around baseball, around mm-hmm. soccer, around swim. To you know whatever my life always evolved around the kids. And here I found myself with all this free time and no idea what to do with it. Wow. And I and then you know even thinking about dating was scary. Yeah. You know because I'd never really dated. Yeah. It was you like know? a new thing all and of so a sudden. So it was all new all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of soul searching to do. Yeah, of course. Um. The divorce is usually not one person's fault. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is. Yeah. You know. There's situations. There's situation that happens. But I did some soul searching and I, you know, of things that, you know, I probably needed to change. And I really realized, really realized. Yeah. That I was extremely codependent on my ex-husband. Wow. Emotionally dependent. Mm-hmm. So I was just lost. Yeah. I was so sad. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. So in that time, I decided, okay, I've got some work to do. Of course. Um, So I turned that pain into power. Yeah. I started empowering myself. I started learning. I started reading. I started to 
realize that I am responsible for my happiness, not someone yeah, else. Of course. And I've always known that. But when you're codependent on someone, it, it's hard to break away. Yeah. Or it's hard to break that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to break that emotional. Yeah connection oh yeah because even though you're divorced you divorced doesn't mean you stop loving them yeah i mean i still love him to this day yeah. and he's told me the same we said well, i'll love you till the day i die oh yeah you know just not together or you're not in love whatever you want to call it yeah but i you know we still love each other you don't spend 23 years with somebody typically and, and hate them unless yeah. it was horrible or something yeah. you know but um but i i learned to be a strong woman on my own yeah well, well is, with the help of my friends. Of course, yeah. But I'm just saying I I had to learn that. Yeah. Because I was not. I don't think I was. Mm-hmm. I think I was very dependent on him. And so I and I was not independent at all. Yeah. I had never lived on my own. Mm-hmm. I never had my own apartment. Yeah. So yeah if you, you think about it, I went over. from a high I went from high school. Yeah. I got married six months after I graduated. Wow. <laughs> I graduated in May and we were married in December. Wow. So, you know, I I went from literally living with my mom and dad the night before the wedding yeah. to being married the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'd never had to be on my own. Yeah. I didn't know how to be on my own. Yeah. And be okay with it. Yeah. So. Well, of course it made you stronger. So, you know, they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's a choice. I, I had to make yeah. that choice that I had to. I mean, I could have easily gone out and found another person to be codependent on. Yeah. And just transferred it, you know, yeah, to a new person. But I needed to work on me a little. Okay. And become a powerful and strong woman. Yeah. And not put so much of myself or so much of my happiness, not mm-hmm. myself, my happiness. That's, that's what I meant to say. So much of my happiness in someone else's pocket. Of course. Because people are human and humans are always going to let you down yeah. at some point. Very true. You know, and, and I had to learn to take... Um, the uh, information that I was reading and it really applied. It's hard to do. Yeah. You don't just come out a strong woman. It's usually something breaks you. Yeah, of course. And then you got to rebuild yourself. Yeah. Um, and I'm still a pretty independent. Yeah. Strong. Of course. Woman, I I do what I need to do. I do what mm-hmm. I want to do, and I don't mean that in a in a sarcastic or a mean no, way or yeah. anything. It's just I don't take any crap. Especially from, yeah. you know, when I started dating, yeah, I already knew, you know, they exhibited any kind of behavior that I wasn't okay with or that didn't align with where I was going. I'm like, nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. You know, so it kind of helped me not land yeah. with, you know, something that I didn't want. That makes sense. So it kind of, it gave me power over my life. Of course. And I like that. And everyone needs that. Even if yep. they're in a relationship or not, they do need that. A hundred percent. Yeah. I like that. I do want to give um, Jake a quick shout out. I do too. Uh, I was waiting on it. Um, Jack, the Jake, Jake um, from Fitness Experts with an X instead of an E. He is the one who sponsors our um, workout session. Yes. For the, for the um, giveaway. So we want to say hey to Jake. He's on our li- Hi, live video right now. Um, so hey, Jake. thanks, Jake. Everybody, Jake said hey. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah. So. That's really awesome, though. I really like that because, um, you know, sometimes people find it hard that they always, you know, they feel like they need to depend on someone or they feel like they have to, um, you know, they feel like they can't do it on their own or they can't go out by themselves or they can't, 
I get like that. I feel like I need someone to be take go to the restaurant with me. I don't want to go by myself. Go get coffee. You know what I mean? You you need to get to a point where you can do everything for yourself because it's true. One day you're going to need to survive, I guess you could say, for yourself. And then you're going to be lost. Yep. I had never been to a restaurant by myself. See? Yeah. I had never been to a movie by myself. Yeah. I thought how dreadful that would be. Of course. You know, and so a movie to, by yourself? Kind of I've never been to a movie boring. by myself. I know. Oh. Sounds boring. You right. think? Well, if it's yeah. a good movie, Especially I can like refine black now and just relax. Well, yeah. But I also, a- another thing about that too, is that, um, <sighs> it made me lose my train <laughs> of thought. Um, but yeah, I totally, yeah. I had something really good as I do. Okay. Um, I'll probably remember okay, in a yeah. second, but, um, oh yeah, this is what I was going to say. Um, one night I really, really was craving a, uh, Cafe Positano. I don't know if you do it with no, a pop. No oh my God, it's so good. It's in the it's in Hunt Club, right right behind the Chick Fil A in that plaza. It's the Italian like pizza okay. place. that's in there. Okay, yeah, in next the, to Tuesday behind morning. Burger King. Behind Burger King. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I just I love their food. Okay. So I was just craving it one night, and I was by myself. My yeah. kids are with their dad. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna go eat dinner by myself. Yeah. So I decided, but I didn't want to sit at the table by myself because mm-hmm. uh, that seemed like more lonely and I think it would make me more sad. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll go sit at the bar because mm-hmm. you can eat, you can still order food and, but, yeah. and you can sit at the bar. That way other people are usually sitting at the bar and I can at least strike up a conversation with someone. Yeah. And I struck up a conversation with this couple that was sitting there and they're like, what are you, what are you beautiful thing doing out here oh, all by yourself God. or whatever? And so I explained that I was going through divorce. This is yeah. my first time out by myself and all this stuff. And they were like, that takes so much courage. Yeah. And that takes so much strength to do that. Yeah. And it's funny because we are friends to this day. Wow. They said they just absolutely thought That's it was the cool. coolest thing in the world. And I see them all the time. They're even my friends on Facebook. But, <laughs> you know, but the first time I met them, they said that takes an awful lot of courage and it takes an awful lot of strength. Yeah. Because divorce, you have, you have to, gr- you have to grieve it like a death. Yeah. You have to grieve it. Yeah. You go through every single stage of grief through a divorce. Oh my gosh! It's just, it's that ter- it's that yeah terrible. Like mm-hmm. that that's how much it hurts. Yeah. And you have to go through the steps of grief to get to the other side. Yeah, of course. And a lot of people, I think, just get angry mm-hmm. with divorce, and then it gets bitter and gets ugly, and you know all that. And then that's very common. Yeah. Um, but that's very counterproductive to yeah. even to yourself. Yeah. So anyway, that's how I turn my my. Uh, Massive power or massive pain yes. into some incredible power for me. I love that. And positivity for me because I learned I could be okay on my own. Mm-hmm. I learned that I could survive on my own. Yeah. I learned that I could be a single mom on my own. Yeah, definitely. Which was terrifying. Huh. So I, I, I learned and a was a lot about myself and proved to myself that I could do it. Yeah, of course. Well, I like that. You like that? Best story yet. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> So coming up, we're going to have Motivational Minute. We're going to have our article of the week and quote of the week and our giveaway. So we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Keeping It Positive. Hey, this is Diana with Keeping It Positive. Stay tuned for more. You're listening to Keeping It Positive. We are back and now it is time for Motivational Minute. My favorite part of the whole podcast. Mine too. I just He just lifts everybody up. So let's listen to Zach. Zach is actually going to be doing it this week. I think I liked mine better, Zach. Sorry. 
No. No, Zach is really good. Zach is awesome. Yeah, so let's hear Zach really quick. Here we go. Minute. Uh, I'd like to just encourage uh, or motivate um, anybody who's listening that might be going through a painful season um, or, or a tough uh, week or, or whatever you may find yourself uh, listening to this to uh, take what you're going through um, and, and allow yourself to, to pour into other people. A lot of times it's, it's easy when you're experiencing pain or, or going through a tough season to just be um, so over overwhelmed by your situation, you just get stuck in just a funk and a messy, messy season of life. Um, I would encourage you to really look for opportunities to serve um, other people, just to kind of take your mind uh, off of uh, just what you're going through uh, and allow yourself to, to pour into other people, uh, whether it be at your church, uh, whether it be at some clinic uh, or a homeless shelter or something, just find an opportunity to be able to pour into other people and be a blessing. Um, not only does it uh, give you that sense of, of, of just helping people, but also can maybe help you realize that your situation that you're currently in maybe isn't as bad as you think it is. Um, allow you to just uh, realize the, the amazingness that it is to be a blessing to somebody else. Um, so that's my motivational minute for this week. Amazing, as always. As always. He always has, it's always poignant and relevant. Yeah. Of course. It's always relevant. It seems like it, no matter what kind of week you've had, whatever he comes yeah. up with seems to always just perfectly fit. Yeah. He's amazing. Exactly. Um, and I'm so glad that he was up to do it this week. Um, he was sick for a while there, um, but he will be <laughs> back. I think he, most likely he'll be in the studio next week. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. So, sorry. I <laughs> yawn. Oh, my. I'm so sorry. Um, we are going to do our article. And today the article is called Turning Your Greatest Pain into Power. Wow. Um, the website is willjonathan.com. If anybody wants to read the article, we will attach it to yes. the podcast because it is kind of long. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. You can go on and read it. Yeah. When um, but it's worth the read. But it's worth to read some of it yes. just because it really flows with today. Yeah. So we'll give you the main um, points in it and then... All the details will be on our Facebook page and Instagram page. We'll post it. Okay. It says, sometimes a physical pain gets left behind in the form of a scar. Scars never fully heal. They're a reminder of a hurt that's left its mark on us. Physical scars tend to be reasonably easy to cope with and to accept. Then there are mental pains. These can also leave behind scars that can stick with a person forever or beyond. Who really knows, right? Mm -hmm. Some pains of the mind are just too deep to cope with, too deep to accept, and too deep to let go. They scratch the surface of the soul and left a scar on the spirit. A scar that affects what you believe, the things you think, and how you feel every single day of your life. Every single day. Hmm. Deep mental pains can put a vice grip on your mind, your ability to blossom and grow, and your capacity to maximize as much of your life and your potential as possible. Deep pains of the mind can also be incredible sources of power. I mean, insane power. Wow. Um, my parents, I'm still reading the article, just so you yeah. know. My parents, were, my parents were married for nearly 25 years when they divorced in 2007. It has absolutely, unequivocally, and unilaterally shattered my world. Hmm. The next few years following were hell. Mental anguish that up to that point I'd never really experienced before. 
I didn't know, I don't know if you know the feeling, which I hope you don't, but the feeling of experiencing your family getting ripped to shreds is definitely very, very real. It stabs. Wow. In 2009, my relationship with the first girl I ever loved fell in love with also got ripped to shreds she broke up with me because Mm. i didn't make close to one hundred thirty thousand dollars a year she was making oh my gosh that and i was shitty young inexperienced immature person that didn't help either like with my parents divorce i was left devastated and emotionally distraught i became depressed lost nearly 25 pounds in a month and didn't leave the house for an entire the entire time These two experiences have left the deepest scars on me, but while I still feel their pain twinge inside of me from time to time, those scars have massively healed over time, and I've certainly learned from them, grown from them, and became a better person because of them. Wow. That sums it up pretty much. Um, You know, anyone who goes through something as serious as that or as little as a failure, whether it be in school or it could be anything. Um, anything. It leaves a scar. It leaves a mark. And, you know, it leaves something on you. And that will never leave you, but you can always build on that. Like right. we talked about last week in right. Motivational Minute, we talked about the stairs. You're always going to fall back, but those are steps ordered. Those are steps that need you need to have to get to where to you are at the top. To get to where you want to go, right. Um, and that's very powerful. So we will be attaching that on your Facebook pa- our Facebook page, Instagram. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot longer article, and it, it looks like it's got a ton more points and everything. But, it, I mean, I just thought, especially since I talked about yeah. my divorce, but, I mean, and that was from the child. Of course, yeah. And he said it was unequivocal, inexplicable, the worst pain he'd ever felt. Yeah. So that, Not, and he wasn't even the person. No, yeah. You know, and so I, I know that it's devastating for children. And, oh, and yeah. that's why, you know, I don't think any parent takes it lightly when they decide no, to divorce yeah. because you, you are ripping your family apart. Yeah, exactly. That is amazing. Our quote this week is, holding on to pain, anger, guilt, or shame is the, cl- the glue that bond- binds us to the situation we want to escape. That is from John Lennon. Ah, wow. oh, John Lennon. Yeah, it's pretty The cool. Beatles. Yeah, exactly. That's quotes goes with everything Perfect. we talked about this yep. week. And, you know, it will, that quote actually is, you know where I found it? I found it um, on when I was, I was literally posting on Facebook, you know, our weekly, we post on uh-huh. Facebook every day. Um, and it was, it was posted 10 times on a Facebook page. 10. And it was on my screen. At least it showed up to me 10 times. So it was like, as soon as I would scroll down, it would be another one. Oh, wow. Yeah. You, it wanted you to read it. It wanted me to read it, <laughs> which I know this is so off topic, but I should have told you about this during my week. But um, something crazy happened when I was at treatment on Tuesday. What happened? So <laughs> every, I was in, so the way the room is set up, there is like two rooms, mm-hmm. and but they're like blocked off by a door because you're not supposed to be with anyone when you're doing treatment. Right. Well, my mom came in, she was allowed in for a few minutes before we started the IV and my aunt came in Well, my mom had to leave and my aunt stayed for a second and she started talking about my aunt that had passed away. Right. Ah, uh, the one that yes, prompted I remember. the one that prompted everything, everything. Okay. my nonprofit and everything. Right, right. And I had just started getting pain in my arm so bad, crying pain that I made her leave. And she was talking about, you know, Lynette and how she, she, I don't know how it came out. I think because her memorial was a couple of days ago. Okay. So they were talking about, you know, she would still be alive if this happened, you know, just talking, talking. Right. Um, and <coughs> literally 
when I made her leave, I was laying there in pain, my eyes closed, and I felt like someone was squeezing my arm. Really? Yeah. Literally, and I, it's because I was thinking about it and I started getting aggravated and I started getting in pain. And then I just felt like the pressure right where it was just like squeezing. Like, you know, when a, you let go of a squishy ball, mm-hmm. just like that. What do you think it was? You think it was your aunt? Yeah, or, yeah I do. And I, and you know, Letting I, you know she's yeah, there. And then I, this is what I did in my head. Cause remember I told you one time they said, if you don't want the spirit to be there to tell them to leave, remember right, right. <laughs> that crazy lady. Well, I was like, I'm busy right now. And I need peace. And literally, the pain came back and it stopped. Yeah. I, I, th- I you know, and I, I don't believe, I, not that I don't believe in those kind of things. It's hard it's for me hard. too, but I know that strange things happen. Yeah, and it was so very it's hard to. Yeah, deny that. Well, I mean, of course, everybody else will, but I didn't because I When felt you it. feel it or experience it yourself, you know it was real. No, of course, yeah. Um, I meant to tell you that earlier, but That's I just crazy. I just thought about that whenever he the article how it was weird that it popped up ten times. Right, it would not leave me alone. It felt like so we had so to you use absolutely that. had to read yeah. it. Yeah, so that is an amazing amazing quote. I love that quote. I do too. Yeah, I like John Lennon too. So yeah. this series was an amazing one. It I was. love it. Um, it started ha- with Zach. It did. He was the one who started it, and it was um, pain into. The official one was what? Pain into passion? It was only pain, pain, pain into, passion. into passion. I think it was, it was pain was into the passion. We one. added positivity, positivity and, power. and power. Yeah. And um, Teresa, that was Teresa's first episode as well. Yeah. yeah. And mine. And Tyler's. So it was oh my word. a huge yeah. change for us. Um, but the series went really well. And each week, you know, we really touched on some serious topics mm-hmm. that. Um, and brought some positivity. We helped someone who asked us, how do we, they, we find motivation on a daily basis. Yep. Who was struggling with that. And, um, you know, we got some really great feedback, which was awesome. We need more. So we do need more. Yeah. Um, but the next series we'll be talking about, we can tell everybody now is finding your calling. And we talked about that a few weeks back. I got my story for that. Yeah. And Zach was actually the one who called in that week. If you remember. Yeah. He called in live. Oh yeah. He did. Um, and that was when I had told everyone about my new change with the school and everything that I was doing. Right, right. Um, so I think this is going to be a very interesting um, next couple of weeks with the series. Each of us are going to give our stories about our f- what are, what's going on in life and finding your calling. Um, and we're going to be doing a little bit of work around here. And, you know, giving each of us are going to give a little background of what we think is the, you know, how we can find the calling. Right. You know, because um, everyone has their different view on that. Everyone has their different opinion on how you find your calling. And not everyone has found their calling yet. That's true. Um, but everybody has their own way of doing that. So we're going to all talk about it. Right. And if we each share our way, yes, it'll somebody listening somebody will, gonna, can identify yeah. with what you're talking about. Exactly. Right. So we want to do our giveaway really quick. All right. We have a $25 gift card to Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. And we oh, have the workout session. Oh, I know. Oh, gosh, me too. And we have a workout session from Jake from Fitness Experts with an X instead of an E. And he um, gives us a free workout session and a free, like, diagnostics test. It's very generous. It is. He's those a, are a great personal trainer. He owns yes, the gym. He does. So he personally. Yeah. Is giving this to each, you know, to one of our listeners yeah. every week. Every week, yeah, he's been doing it. I mean, I, that's just incredible. No, yeah. Thank you, Jake. That's a cool Thank guy. Yes, yeah, he, yeah. he is. He was in, actually, 
what a few weeks into this whole thing and mm-hmm. he was he he's pretty cool he's really um and someone, he supported us since the minute oh he's yeah he in has here. yes he has so we appreciate jake we and fitness experts we do so um the word this week to comment on all of our social media is power 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 yes so either on Oh. Go ahead. Tell yeah, them so where they either can find on it. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's a better tomorrow starts today. I changed the name, so it's no longer under my name anymore. It's oh, under good. a better tomorrow starts today because we are having everyone post weekly. Right. So, um, you know, we put our name on the bottom of each post, whoever it is. Whoever's so everybody, posting. it feels a little more. Um, you know, you're reaching out instead of pretty much saying having one name, you know? Right. Yeah. So everything is a better tomorrow starts today and you can find it by looking up on either Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. And do hashtag power, hashtag power, hashtag a B T S T. And that way we'll know that you, in that way you'll know that, well, we'll know that you heard the podcast. Yes, definitely. Um, and you could be our next winner. Exactly. So let me thank our sponsors really quick because yes. we did thank Jake. Jake is the first one, of course. Jake from Fitness oh, yeah. Experts. Again, that's with an X instead of an E. There's no E. Um, they have training. They have a gym that you can have be in 24 hours, actually. They have a meal planning they service. They have a meal planning service. Your food, or make your food 24 for hours. you. Dang. Well, you it's sleep like too much, so you probably it's can't. It's in Altamont Springs. Yeah. The, we need to go one day. It's pretty cool. Yeah, sure. The gym is in Altamont Springs. He does not only just the personal training, but yeah. he has classes. Mm-hmm. He has a nutritionist, whoever that's there, that yeah. does the meal planning. and Massage. He has massage therapists. It's a total in. full service like this gym, one, but it's really like great cool. Gym. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We would also like to thank 3D Arrow, which is the guy who does our, um, he does our, what do you call it? Videography. Videographer. Videographer. Videography. He is our videographer. So we would like to thank him for that. Well, they have a whole team, actually. So we would like to thank them. Um, you know, we just have some people that are really keeping it positive with us, and they've been with us from day one. Yes. Um, we actually have quite a, I was looking at the numbers, and we have quite a bit of people that have stuck through. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're only getting better, and we're learning week by week. We're going to be sure. making some changes. Um, and it's all for the better. Nothing will go down. It can only go up from Correct. here. Um, and let me just say really yeah. quick, if there's anybody listening who has a small business mm-hmm. and would like to, you know, give us something to give away. Yes. Or advertise. Or advertise. We can advertise, we can advertise for you. We'll yeah. mention your name. If you give us a, you know, gift certificate or something to give away, we'll yeah. give you kudos on air. Yeah. Um, so if, you, if you're a small business and advertising can be a really big hit to your budget if you oh, try yeah. to go... You know, television, radio—it's yeah. really expensive. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we keep it—we keep it real here. We yeah, keep it we real. keep it real, and we we want to help our listeners just as much. I mean, even in that way. Exactly. Um, so if you have a small business and would like to uh, be a sponsor, yeah, or uh, or advertise or give us something for our giveaway, we'd be mm-hmm. more than happy to accept it. Oh yeah, most definitely. We have some dates coming up. June second is our first event. Yes, that's so amazing. In Winter Garden. Yes, Winter Garden Rosalina Cafe. It'll be in the back. They have like a huge layout of chairs and couches that you can just come hang out with us, meet our team, and you know um, get to know what we're all about. And there might be a couple giveaways there as well. Yeah. Jake might come out. like a little meet and greet. Yeah, exactly. Um, Also on the 27th of June, we will be at um, Grace Point in Apopka with Zach. So that's Zach's church. Um, We'll be speaking. um, And that should be a lot of fun because Zach's definitely been there from day one with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, day one. Giving us lots of encouragement. It's like our blessing, I feel like, because he's always been there. 
Yes. Yeah. And encouraging us and oh, praying yeah. for us. Definitely. And, um, you know, yeah, he's he's been great. He's great. Yeah, definitely. So we want to thank him as well. He's out in Apopka off of Leicester Road. If you That's ever want to check him Point out. Church. Yes. Yeah. And the, he's Zach. He's one of the pastors there. He's He does more of the youth, but... Um, he does it all. He does it all. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he's always busy. Yes. So, um, you know, this is the end of our 12th episode. It's been so much fun. It has been. That means it's been three months. Wow. I didn't even know that. 12 weeks. I didn't add that up. Yeah. Wow. What am I doing? I'm so bad at math. 4, 8, 12. You're right. It oh has been. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's been fun. It has been fun. And our birthdays are coming up, so we have to celebrate. My birthday's Tuesday. Yeah, wow. Look Lucky. at you. You're before me. But... After a certain age, they really don't matter anymore. Oh, other than just people give me money, I don't care. Oh gosh! No, <laughs> just, that's the best just part. That's the best part. I don't care about getting older. Yeah. I don't care. I, I refuse to get older. So. Yeah, of course. Money. Of course. So until next time, stay bright, stay beautiful, and don't forget to keep, keep it, it positive. positive.